Hello and welcome to Aswell's Coast to Coast, you angry, angry people. I'm your host this week while Gavril recovers from the verbal wiping that everyone gave him last week. Um, joining me, as always, is my lovable Warlords baby, Kevin. Hello. Hey, buddy. Uh, last week, we pissed the entire community off uh, by talking about gear dropping in high Mythic uh, Five Mans and Mythic Raids. This week, we're going to go through that feedback from that topic, and we'll be talking about our plans for the rest of Legion. So, Kevin? Hello. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Chris? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, what have, have you, you recovered from the feedback? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The va- Here's the thing. The vast majority of feedback from last week was very constructive and very meaningful. Uh, it, was, it was very good. It was mm-hmm. very succinct, very cohesive and constructive. There was the odd one or two that was just insulting and insulting towards both my, me as a person and insulting towards us as players, which was kind of weird, not, not, not necessary. Yeah. Uh, so I do want to start out by saying thank you. Thank you for everyone who uh, gave us feedback. Even if it was your first time giving us feedback, that was that's even better. We want more of that. We want, even if it's a point that we dis, that even if it's an opinion that we on the show disagree with, or if it's an opinion that you want to share that's disagreeing with us or just agreeing with us or whatever, just share your opinion. Start that conversation. It was really good looking back on all the feedback last week. Um, yeah. But before we get into all of that, Kevin, what have you done in the past week? Um, I've been doing some well raiding. We got down um, in the damn it, Agrimar and Argus. Big sword guy. Yeah, we got down both of those bosses this week in about a half an hour on uh, Wednesday night, and then that was pretty much the end of raiding for the rest of the week, so it was nice to kind of have a short raiding week this week. Um, we did some Mythic Plus dungeons because we had some extra time and people available, so that was fun. Um, I've continued to fish for the octopus, and I'm up to 700 yeah. cast now, but have not gotten it. Not yet. Oh. And, You'll get it eventually. I remember yeah. trying to fish for that turtle back when it came mm-hmm. out. I It came out, I want to say, in Wrath. I didn't get it till Cataclysm. Wow. The end of Cataclysm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a mess. Um, been playing a lot of Heroes of the Storm because people have been around and not wanting to wow recently. So did that, found out that Phoenix, the new hero that released, is a complete nightmare to deal yeah. with. Um, he's in every single game. He's very difficult to kill. He'll get MVP even if he loses. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. I'll give you some tips when we talk about Phoenix this week. Okay, great. Uh, but that's it. What about you? Uh, what do I mean? Uh, Star Trek Online. Been prepping up and finishing off last couple bits of stories. Also leveling a Klingon, which I've never ever done. So I'm very, I'm enjoying that. It's a lot of fun. It's nice being able to play the guy who doesn't actually have a moral compass, uh, mm-hmm. so to speak, compared to the Federation side. I'm really enjoying that. Prepping up for the new expansion. So loving that. Uh, Heroes of the Storm, winning and losing, both ranked and. Uh, most of it because of Phoenix, I will agree. He's yeah. kind of strong. We did come up with a little bit of a, a little bit of a workaround for him. Okay. Uh, build up crowd control. Take an Artanis. Take a Muradin as your tanks. Uh, make sure you have a Kilthas for that CC. Um, try and have a Taranda as your only support. It's a nightmare, but it works if you can manage it. Um, mm. And just CC the fuck out of him and make sure you have a tracer on your team because she can melt his ass. Uh, Hmm, That's essentially what we did. CC'd the hell out of him and make sure he couldn't move, didn't have a chance to blink. Uh, If you don't want to have the Taranda, make sure you have a Stukov instead because his silence works so well on that guy. I was, I was, because I did a game with a Stukov against him. And he every time he tried to teleport out, I dropped the silence and it interrupted him and put it on cooldown. Nice. So every time he tried to blink out, drop that silence, and he is fucked. Hmm. Uh, okay. What else did I do? Uh, Warcraft Alpha. Been playing a crap ton of that. I've been loving it. I've been streaming some of it. Uh, if, 
Akari365 on Twitch, if you, you know, if you want to watch. Um, I've been really enjoying that, uh, playing a lot through the... I'm focusing mostly on Zandalar and playing on the Horde side. Uh, I've done all the dungeons that are available so far. My favourite has to be Motherload, which is the Kazan dungeon. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, and what else did I do? I... I've been playing some Blade and Soul. I've been jumping into that again. Uh, it's a lot of, I've been playing a gunslinger and it's just very action packed. It's, it's not a, it's, it's not as slow combat as WoW, but it's not as slow either as Final Fantasy XIV, which is the slowest MMO combat I've ever played. Uh, but still fun somehow. But Blade and Soul is very, like, right up and interactive it's very fun if you've never played it it's a korean it's a korean mmo it's very very fun uh and i think it's done through nc soft i want to say but it's very fun cool okay with that wrapped up let's get into the mother load so to speak listener feedback kevin why don't you go first with this uh email okay um ugh. I'm really sad that all my highlighting is gone. It um, is. Yeah. Anyway, um, the first thing in listener feedback is an email from uh, Re- Relic or Reik. I think it's Rick. Rick on Kill Jaden. R-E-I-C on Kill Jaden. R-E-I-C, yeah. Um, his feedback says, first of all, that uh, we are wrong about the mythic plus versus mythic rating argument. Um, and he specifically points out uh, Chris and Gavril as being wrong and saying that quote, you know, little Kevin accidentally defended the correct position. I don't necessarily like the little uh, comment there, but um, yeah, he says that we're wrong and looking at it in an outdated way. Um, mythic plus needs to be looked at as its own separate entity and mm-hmm. Chris and Gra- Gavril are looking at it in an old way, which um, dungeons were a building block for raiding, which he says that you're wrong. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, any any comments on that in particular? Yeah, I've, 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 I've changed how we're going to do this. We're going to go through them one, one at a time because I want to respond already. Um, right. <laughs> where I do agree that Gav and I are probably looking at it through a more outdated way. Uh, we have been raiding since vanilla. We have, uh, raiding was the focus, uh, as endgame in vanilla, Burning Crusade, Wrath, all the way through to pretty much now, raiding has been the end game. Um, I still think that raiding should be considered the pinnacle of the WoW experience. Uh, I, I, I do understand what the vast majority of the feedback is saying. Um, you... Okay, no. I, I'll agree with you in that we're looking at it in an old-fashioned way, but that doesn't mean that we're looking at it in a way that is wrong for our playstyle. Because mm-hmm. the way I play it is raiding is the end game. Uh, once I've... What, once I'm geared out, once, I'm, once I've got my mounts, once I've got my achievements, once I've got everything... I feel accomplished when raiding. And I'm not, and under no circumstances am I saying Mythic Plus or PvP or any other content is little inst- by, by the standard of raiding because it's not. Mythic Pluses are a nightmare at the high end. Nine, 17, 18, 19, that's where it starts getting stupid difficult after you've hit past that 15 barrier. Once you've passed 15 and you've got into the swing of, okay, these are the affixes, these are where we pop our invisibility pots, these are the trash we miss, this is what we do. Once you've learned all of that and you've passed that 15 barrier, the new barrier is coming up towards 17, 18, 19, and 20. That's where your next pillar, so to speak, is before it gets, for a lot of players, myself included, impossible to do. I've never completed a 19 on time. I've got pretty close. Never done it. Hmm. Uh, So, yeah. Um, He says that Mythic Plus should is a new fundamental game mode, and it should overtake WoW's or should overtake rating as WoW's primary draw. It's more measurable, requires more skill, um, and it can be scalable where you can't scale raids. 
where I'm going to agree that yes, uh, it does require, once you get to the higher uh, scales, it does require more skill than raiding. It does, flat out. Uh, once you're into the 20s and up, it does require stupid amounts of skills. I don't think it should overtake raiding as well as primary draw. I think there is enough room for both of them. Yeah, I agree with you there. I think there's more than enough room for both of them. And I think PvP is also considered a primary draw for World of Warcraft, especially if PvP mm. is what you do in other games. So yeah. I think all three are completely valid to be a primary draw for World of Warcraft. Yep. Uh, he goes on to say that you shouldn't need to raid in order to get best gear for Mythic Plus. You also shouldn't need to do Mythic Plus for the best raid gear. What you do to get the gear should be directly related to where that gear is powerful. That I agree with. That I actually agree with. You shouldn't have to do Mythic Plus to to get ra- uh, the best raiding gear. You shouldn't have to do raids to get the best Mythic Plus gear. That I agree with. This is something that happened back in Mesa Pandaria when you had to do PvP to get the legendary cloak. That should never happen. You should never have to do content that is uh, completely away from what you want to do to get into that content. That I will agree with, 100%. Um, he then goes on to say that raiding will die. It sucks. Um, you shouldn't have to be in pain to get the best gear. You should be good at what you do to get the best gear. That uh, I'll agree with. I, Let's miss the next part, because that's just where it's insulting yeah, raiders I mean, and that's not required. Um, I don't think raiding will die. I don't think it needs to die. I think there's still you know, a good core of the WoW community that does enjoy raiding, mm-hmm. um, even if it's just LFR. So, you know, it, you know, one does not need to supersede the other. They're both, you know, Mythic Plus Dungeons and raiding are both equally cool and fun, and you can get enjoyment out of doing both of them. And here's another thing. Raiding in general, LFR is one of the best things Blizzard ever introduced to this game. For the simple fact of, if you don't have time to raid, but you are still invested in the story, you can get that story investment. I know for for me, one of the biggest problems in raiding is, what is story? I... It's going to go back to Warlords where I get really annoyed. Um, You remember the first raid in Warlords? Uh, The Ogre one, Kevin. Uh, sure. Last boss in that on Mythic only was Cho'Gal. I never got to see that. But the entire Nagrand, the the entirety of Cho'Gal's storyline was in Nagrand. And if you did the storyline, you never got the end of it. But if you didn't, if you weren't a Mythic Raider, that annoyed mm. me so much because I wasn't Mythic Raiding back then. I took a break. So stuff like that. There's like. There's bets that they do right in raiding and shit like that, but there there's stuff that they do so wrong. Hmm. Sorry, okay. I, that that annoyed me a little bit. <laughs> Moving on to Twitter, uh, first is from Robin at Arley eighty two. Um, she talks about decide like only raiding with the people that she wanted to raid with. The eye level gear is nice, but she likes spending time with her raid group and joking around with them. So I would agree with that too. No, I, don't I agree think with that. Gear, and I said that on the show last week was gear is not the only draw to raiding. Gear's not. It's far from the only draw to raiding. I know, I know for me, uh, when it comes to raiding, I like raiding with the people that I raid with. Uh, I've, the vast, the vast majority of the people I'm raiding with currently, or well, we're taking a break at the moment, so uh, the vast majority of the people that I've been raiding with, I've been raiding with them since... I want to say Wrath of the Lich King. Yeah, Wrath of the Lich King. We started uh, our guild, we started our guild in, during Ulduar and Wrath of the Lich King. So went through some name changes, but it's the same core group of people. Um... And I don't think I would still be raiding as much if it wasn't for them. So no, I would agree with that. Raiding has a lot of draws. Gear is one for people. Mounts is one. Achievements is one. But the biggest one, I think, regardless of all of those, is definitely the people you raid with. 
but I, I'm still, to me, gear is still an important aspect to progress yourself to get the rest of those kills. Mm. Okay. Uh, she says that some of the procedure doing mythic raids is not the eye level, but being able to do the content while it's relevant. And just because you get an eye level that's comparable to a mythic raid doesn't mean you can actually do a mythic raid. That's something that we definitely didn't say last time. No, I completely agree with that. Just because you have the gear to do a mythic raid doesn't mean you can do a mythic raid. Doesn't mean you have the the knowledge of the actual raid itself or the actual aware where awareness to do a mythic raid. Mm-hmm. So no, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. And I think it's definitely something we should have pre- prefaced earlier in the conversation last week. Okay. And it's not about, and for Mythic Plus, it's not necessarily about the gear, but it's about being at the top in the prestige of, you know, being at the top of the leaderboards on Raider IO, for example. Yeah, it's de- high Mythic Plus is definitely more about the EP, but but Mythic raids are the same. Mythic raids are definitely more of a definitely definitely getting through a Mythic raid as an EP stroker. It right. is. Uh, moving on to Mara at the underscore Marathalal. Uh, during Cataclysm, uh, this person raided. They also ran LFR. And even when I would not get any of the bosses because we had already did them, I did it to learn. Mm. Being able to fill a missing piece of tier was a blessing. The only attitude, the whole attitude that there was welfare epics really stung. Um, there are good and bad design decisions. Attitudes of people exacerbate the problem. I'm happy to get what I can by working on it, but if they are designing classes based on having it, they need to offer more ways to be able to get it to be fair to all. Yes. Okay. So, uh, yeah, LFR was a, as a great system to learn the basic mechanics of a boss fight. I know when it was first introduced, we did the exact same thing. We got everyone, the whole raid group, queued up for Dragon Soul uh, LFR and blitzed it to try and learn all the mechanics. So no, I completely agree with that for LFR. Uh, it's not really helpful anymore because obviously they stagger it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is kind of annoying, but... Uh, before it was definitely a great way to kind of learn the basics. And I think the whole idea of welfare epics is kind of dumb. Not, not the, not the idea of welfare epics are essentially what people dubbed LFR purples and what people dubbed, uh, five man heroic purples, uh, back in the day when they were first really introduced. Mm. Um, the whole idea of something being a welfare epic is kind of dumb just because it's just just because it's not a rating item doesn't mean it doesn't have the right to be purple i mean you're still you're still doing the content you're still get it's still of appropriate eye level for the content you're doing and you're putting the work in to get it i don't give a damn what color it is you're putting the 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 epic the 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 work in to get something at that level that's what matters you've put the work into it the whole idea yeah. of welfare was so dumb. I mean, I also agree with her that being able to fill a missing piece of tear is a good thing. Yeah. And I'm still doing that, you know, in the current expansion. And I'm really happy that we're not going to have to do that in the future. <laughs> I'm excited yeah. for that. <laughs> yeah, we'll just be running tons of old content and hope something Titan forges. But no, I, I 100%, the whole attitude around Welfare Epics, uh, Mara, I completely agree with that. It was so stupid that people had that attitude. Welfare Epics were so stupid of a, of a name to give them. They were just, they were just gear. They were epics. They were what you had put your time in to get. Okay. Moving on to John at JebPad46. It doesn't seem to be a fair argument to compare the efforts of a small dedicated team to the difficulty of hurting a large team you described as incompetent due to poor leadership. Um, I think you guys did make that point saying that, you know, I think if you have poor leadership or somehow that was synonymous to rating, which I don't think is 
accurate no, I, either. I, don't, There's... I think we may have, I think we may have, it's either we've said it wrong or it's came across wrong. I'm not saying every raiding group out there has poor leadership. Cause they fucking don't. If they did, then we would never see world first for any of the mythic raids. There are raiding guilds out there that have poor leadership. I've been in them before. They're not fun. Um, but I think my point was it is still more difficult to organize 25 people at the same time, the same place, being completely prepared than it is to organize a five-man group, which I think that is your point as well. It is hard, it is very difficult to compare the two, and it is. But when it's when it's on the same pedestal as this is considered in-game, to when five-man mythics and mythic rating are on the same pedestal as this is in-game content, you kind of have to compare the two when they're uh, dropping when they're on the same. Type, so they're both PvE content and they're dropping the same kind of gear. Maybe not the same quality, but definitely the same kind. Uh, so you kind of have to compare those two. Um, but I do think that it was maybe we, we either misspoke or it came across wrong. I'm not saying poor leadership for all 25 man groups or all 10 man groups or all raiding groups. There are some out there. But Definitely not all. I know I've been in a couple in the past and they suck. They're not fun to be a part of. And if you are in one, I tr- highly suggest trying to find a better run group, even even just to do something, because it's not fun to be stuck at something just because your raid leader isn't doing his job. Mm. And Sorry, where do you go? You, you know, the, the other thing that comes to mind when you're talking about that is... You know, there's positives and negatives to both a Mythic Plus and to a raid group in terms of organization and leadership and oh, tactics. I mean, um, even being able to get a five-man group together sometimes is difficult if you have a small group of friends, and mm-hmm. that can seem like a chore. And, you know, one where you want to push high-level Mythic Plus content. I mean, I know some of my friends do not wish to do that or have never done it or, you know whatever i mean that that's one piece of it from at least the mythic the mythic plus side but you also have like in the dungeon you're not just running the dungeon as you normally would you have to be very selective about what you kill um a lot of the times the boss mechanics are more pronounced because you're not just trouncing it in a few seconds so you know having to relearn some of the the bosses because like you actually have to worry about the mechanics now i mean all that stuff factors in. And I think that's why my group might be finding mythic pluses or at least higher scaled mythic pluses a bit more a bit more common ground than say your group is. We used to be mythic raiders. We used to be a group of mythic raiders that just eventually just didn't have the time to do it to commit to mythic raiding. We st- we went more casual, 100%. We and I think that's why we're finding it easier to get those higher mythics and push into higher mythic keys. Um, I mean, like I said, I have yet to complete a 19, but that doesn't mean that the rest of my group hasn't. I mean, I know there's people in my my group that's doing mythic 20s, mythic 21s, but it's because we had that background of we used to mythic raid. We don't anymore, but we used to. So let's focus into five-man groups rather than 20-man groups. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And, you know, the organization of a large group is still a difficult thing to do, and there's a lot of extra work that goes into that. Um, you know, there's a lot of farming of mats to, you know, do potions and, um, you know, food and everything else that goes into it that aren't necessarily things you... Well, if you, I guess, if you want to do Mythic Plus, you still need to do that. But um, we don't even like it, big raids. Our the most we take in a raid is fifteen, two tanks, mm-hmm. three healers, and the rest DPS, which is just two, which is literally just three Mythic groups that we take, mm-hmm. and one of our tanks has a DPS spec. That's literally yeah. what we do. <laughs> I mean, there there's more than just the rating that goes into the rating too. That you know. I don't I don't know if it should necessarily be valued more than a mythic plus but um it's just different and you get different rewards and I don't see a problem with 
that or both or having both methods as being valid for getting higher level gear and and prestige in the game uh moving on to lb's corner um lb says that he disagreed with chris and gavril on the eye level of mythic plus versus rating um the base eye level drop for a mythic plus 15 dungeon is 940 which means you'd have to um titan forge every single piece of gear in order to be equivalent to a mythic piece of rate or you know a full and it's a titan forge le- uh, 20 levels to be equivalent yeah. and to do that for every piece is like pretty difficult to do and it has to be a piece of gear that you actually want to use um and has you know the proper stats and stuff like that uh on the weekly mm-hmm. 960 chest reward it's the same story you'd have to get a uh, 960 plus in every slot over the course of 15 weeks and they would all have to be different slots in order to gear out you know your <laughs> character i think if i remember correctly we said that we did like the the 960 weekly chest we had no quarrels with that mhm 960 chest is fine because it's just one item a week. I think the point he's making is in order to get every single slot to be 960 through Mythic Dungeons is extremely difficult to do, and you would have to, you know, have a perfect Titan Forge roll. Oh, no, completely. Um, Definitely. My shaman is wearing gear that it wouldn't wear if I had items that had Titan Forge that were better. Um, I've got. A little too much haste purely because I've got nine sixties that I don't want. I don't really need. I've got too much haste, but they were better than the shit I had. Yeah. Um, to completely optimize myself, yeah, that'll take a crap ton of time to completely optimize. And I will definitely jump. I've been jumping in and doing pug raids uh, while we're taking our raid break to get that to get those pieces completely optimized while still doing Mythic Plus sixteens. I haven't done any this week. I know uh, I haven't done any, but the last couple of weeks I was doing at least okay on this uh, Sunday. I usually do about seven or eight mythic pluses uh, with my group, which we're planning on doing. We're not planning on doing that this week. Um, and then we do at least two or three at, in the evening time when we're not raiding. So I think I do about. 16, 17 Mythic Plus 15s a week. Okay. And, yeah, <clears throat> I mean, the the thing is, is that there's always a rush to get the eye level, and then at once you kind of achieve that level, then, you then start it's replacing gears. Yeah. yeah, replacing gear to optimize to get, get the better Get the eye stats. level, then optimize. 100%. Because mm-hmm. people justify you getting into pug content like pug raids with your eye level, with your achievements, with stuff that stuff that's easy to get. It's the optimizing part that's hard. Yeah. And there's a big difference between having the eye level with random stats versus having the eye level with your, you know, one or two top stats for your spec. Oh, completely, completely. Um, and the final point that he makes is that the average eye level of a mythic raider is only 10 eye levels higher, but those 10 eye levels could mean thousands of, or hundreds of thousands of DPS difference. No, I completely agree with that. There is a big difference between 960 and 970. 100%. 100% there's a massive difference. Uh, you're looking for an average DPS, you're looking between 200 and 300, the 350k DPS difference. Completely agree with that. There is a difference. Mm-hmm. You also need to look at the player himself. Is the player actually good enough to have that gear? And are they putting out the right numbers anyway? So, yeah, there's. There, I'm not. I'm not saying that there's going to be a massive. Suddenly, everyone's going to be doing mythic level DPS. They're not. I don't think any of us are ever going to say that because we're not. There are people out there that have nine sixty gear that is putting out barely a million. But it's still it's still too close in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. Uh, doesn't mean I'm right. Doesn't mean I'm wrong. It's just an opinion. Okay. And our final piece of uh, feedback, if you've made it to this far into the show, from <laughs> Anne in Wonderland, 
who posts in Discord, um, she finished the last episode and has a comment or a question regarding the same rewards with Mythic Plus versus Mythic Rating. Loot is not the same. Not loot is not the only reward from Mythic Rating. There are specific achievements, artifact appearances, mounts that you don't get from a Mythic Plus dungeon. And ahead of the curve achievement is used as a measure of a player's genitalia is very similar in a very similar way. Eye level is at least in her experience. Uh, do you feel that the extra rewards make it worth to raid even if you don't get the same gear from a Mythic Plus? That is a wonderful question, Anne, because we completely didn't even mention other rewards last week. So, mm-hmm. no, wonderful. Um, I, that's a yes and no answer, because it depends on the person. I know for me, Mythic Plus and raiding will always um, have justification for me. But the simple fact that the mounts exist, there are mounts for me to collect and for me to just run around on. So for me, yes, doesn't matter if they get rid of gear, doesn't matter if they get rid of the achievements, doesn't matter if they get, well, they're getting rid of tier, they can get rid of that for all I care. As long as there's still some mounts for me to collect, I will do content. Because I am a mount collector and I like having all those shiny things. So, 100%. But for other players, gear can be the only incentive. And that's where it comes down to, well, you can please some all of the time, but you can't please all. So you're going to please people, you're going to piss people off. Um, I know, especially when it comes to the tier being removed, tier uh, and, and battle, there will be no such thing as a tier set. There's been a lot of yays and nays for that. There's people on both sides of the fence. And one of the big, one of the big arguments for that is, well, where's the incentive to do raiding? You're, you got your tier set from raiding. You got this thing that made you epic and powerful from raiding. So, yes and no. There are definitely rewards that will justify and, uh, um, and encourage people to jump in and do mythic raiding. And same for mythic pluses. There are rewards that will encourage people to do that. Mounts, transmog. Uh, achievements and just general fun from both con- both sets of content, but it definitely comes down to the individual. If the person only cares about gear, then I feel like they're more likely to focus on Mythic Plus than Mythic Raids. Would you agree with that, Kevin? Um, I think that the extra rewards uh, do make it worth it to raid. Definitely, I mean. We barely do those in our guild um, during current content, but things like getting the mounts from the raids, I think, are a cool thing and um, definitely incentivizes people to do that. Okay, with that, we are done feedback. Um, Shout outs go to the US, UK, Canada, Denmark, and Australia for listening to the show over the last week. Before we move on, I just want to say very quickly, thank Mm -hmm. you for everyone who got in contact with us. We very much appreciate that. We want everyone to keep doing that. The more we want to have a, we want to have a topic for us to talk about and then we want your opinions on it. Uh, tell us when we're wrong. Tell us when we're right. Tell us your opinions on stuff. We've got Twitter, which is at AzrothCTC. We've got the email address, feedback at AzrothCTC.com, or you can leave comments on our website, AzrothCTC.com. Please. Talk to us. And we have a Discord now. You can come on and talk to us literally face to, uh, voice to voice there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, my final thoughts on the topic are, you know, they're both equally fun and important and it shouldn't necessarily matter um, what content you're doing. You should be able to get gear that makes you feel powerful and helps you advance to do more difficult content. So... I'll agree with that. I'll leave it at that. I'll agree with that. The more you should be able to get gear that helps you advance into more difficult content and have fun while you're doing it. Yep. Excellent. Let's move on to the news. Excellent. Lots of news this week. Chris, do you want to get into the Warcraft news? Yes. World of Warcraft. Ladies and gentlemen, Battle for Azeroth comes out the 14th of August, 2018. Set your dates, book your time off, and get ready for some fun. Um, That is... Less than two years of an expansion. I think that's the first time in a long time we've actually had... It'll be less than nine months of Antorus. This is the shortest break between 
expansions that Blizzard has ever done. They're on the right track. If they can shorten that even more for the next expansion after battle, they are on a roll They're at getting content out. And I'm very proud of them. Good job, guys. Good job, Blizzard. Yeah, and this is kind of what I was thinking in terms of a new expansion every other year, which seems it seems like a nice thing to me. Uh, I think that they've released enough content during the expansion itself to make it, you know, be justified. I think I think Blizzard even said if they held seven point one back about a month, it would have been a lot smoother. We wouldn't have such a big gap. I mean, we still have a gap between content, but there's still bits coming between that, so it's not too bad. But I do mm-hmm. agree with them. If they release seven one a month a month later, and maybe seven two a month later, we wouldn't. It would be a bit more smooth as we're going through. Um, but on the whole. It has been the best paced expansion Blizzard's ever done. Yep. Uh, Physical Collector's Edition. Uh, All the information on the Physical Collector's Edition has been revealed. Uh, You will get a beautiful Horn Alliance double-sided mark, which is absolutely stunning, by the way. It is so pretty. Uh, you will get the double-sided storybook uh, written by Christy Golden and uh, Robert Brooks. Uh, uh, the Alliance side will be written by Christy Golden, which is Elegate, I think it's pronounced. Is it pronounced right? Have I done that right? I don't know. And the Horde side, which is A Good War, is written by Robert Brooks. Uh, these are exclusive to the Collector's Edition. And I wasn't going to get the physical collector's edition, but I'm very tempted to do so now. <laughs> Just for those books. Uh, you'll get the collector's edition digital soundtrack. Uh, you will get a copy of Battle for Azeroth from Micro PC. You'll get all the end game content uh, for Warcraft, Hearthstone, Heroes, Overwatch, Starcraft, and Diablo. Uh, apparently, I'm just looking at this website. The, uh, the uh, Metal Mark of Allegiance uh, is... There's a pit, and I'm gonna we're gonna put a picture of the sh- in the show notes. Uh, there's a picture of it with a quarter and with a banana for scale. So there you go. We'll put that in there. It's a decent fucking size. Yep, it is. And just a note here at the bottom: if you wanted to upgrade from a standard or a deluxe edition to the collector's edition, the way that they're handling this is that. Um, if you purchase the digital copy of Battle for Azeroth and want to upgrade, we will automatically credit you the cost of the digital copy in your uh, Blizzard balance as long as you enter the Collector's Edition code before midnight on December 31st, 2018. Uh, when you enter the key from your Collector's Edition, you'll see the original transaction on your account and credit it back. So that's that's pretty cool. So if you just you know rekey in the collector's key key into your account, they'll notice that you've already purchased the uh, deluxe or standard edition and credit you back. As a um, point for that's everyone, cool. though, bear in mind collector's editions go very quickly when you're purchase when you're trying to purchase them. So make sure you get that done soon because they will go they will sell out quick. Yep. All right. Um, uh, the honor system is going account wide. Thank fuck. Nice. They're redesigning it. Uh, it is going to be account wide. Uh, you're going to get your honor talents as you level up through 120. Um, a lot more information is on uh, MMO Champion and uh, Blizzard Watch. We'll put links to that in the in the um, show notes. And uh, Blizzard wrote packs. So we have many community interviews, including one with Trade Chat, uh, with Hazel. There's one uh, where they, with Wildhead. Wildhead. There's one with uh, where they're talking about Island Expeditions. All of that will be in our show notes. Too much to go through. Um, but there are gr- some great interviews. So I highly recommend you go watch them when you get a chance. Yeah. A lot of it is pretty much about the... Um island expeditions but which is the one thing we didn't really know a lot about so it's a good thing all right we have a release date for the witchwood expansion in hearthstone that will be the 12th of april um big big news here in heroes of the storm chris yeah the one hero we thought we would never see in anything more than a voice pack as an announcer deckard kane is coming to the nexus (laughs) <laughs> Deckard fucking Kane. 
And honestly, and I thought that this literally was... literally stay a while and listen. <laughs> I mean, if they would have released this three days earlier, we would have all thought it was April an April Fool's. April Fool's, yeah, joke. 100%. We would have thought this was an April Fool's. I'm really glad they didn't wait yeah. to release that, because that, uh, that was so good. Um, yeah, he is a standard support hero that will focus primarily on healing and crowd control and just annoying your enemy team. He looks a lot of fun. Uh, especially stay a while and listen his ultimate. Um, I know one of our girls, Arlie, she got to play him at PAX East, and <laughs> apparently uh, there's four different stories that are programmed into him for the enemy team to hear while they're in, in his stay a while and listen ultimate, and they'll each hear a little uh, a story while they're stunned. And I think that's great. I think it's a yeah, great little um, it's a great little uh, Easter egg. I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are an Amazon Prime user and have Twitch, don't forget if you have linked up your as your Battle.net with your Amazon Twitch, uh, you will get access to a legendary loot box. Make sure you grab your loot box before they disappear. They're only available for this month, so make sure you grab it. So that's the Amazon Prime users who have connected their Twitch accounts to their Amazon account and their Twitch accounts to their Battle.net. So make sure you grab it. You know, I always thought that saying that we wanted Deckard Kane in Heroes of the Storm was just like, let's think of the stupidest character we can pick and say that we want that character in Heroes and see if Blizzard does it, and they have. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, let's think of the most iconic Diablo character. Oh, Deckard Kane. Oh yeah, let's throw him in. <laughs> one thing I will say, let's one thing I will say, because this has been annoying me since Deckard was announced. The amount of people on... Twitter, on Facebook, on whatever social media platform you use, that are bitching at the Heroes team, saying where's our Diablo 2, where's our Diablo 3 content? Um, f- and they're not talking about Heroes, they're talking about Diablo 3, the actual game. They're acting like the Heroes team are the ones that do the content for Diablo 3. If you want to complain about the lack of content in Diablo 3, complain to the Diablo team. Don't don't sh- don't rain on the parade of the heroes team because they're doing a good job. Hmm. Just focus your anger where it's supposed to actually go. Don't pick on the guys that are doing their job. Yeah. But no, 100% shout out to the heroes team. They're doing a fantastic job. I don't think there's been a single hero where we have been, I'm really annoyed they're coming out. Or I don't know who that is. Or that makes no sense. Well, no, I'll stretch that. Medivh, he made no sense. There's no reason for him to be a, uh, a specialist uh, with how they've designed him. Uh, so I'll take that last part back. We were very confused with Medivh. <laughs> but everything else, heroes, you guys are doing a fantastic job. Keep it up. I honestly think they should have made Rag a specialist. See, and... I like the idea of him as an assassin, though, because he does pack a fucking punch. Hmm. Huh. He packs a punch. But I do understand where the specialist comes in. But the specialist only works if he takes the ultimate. That's right. Okay, uh, moving on to Overwatch. There is a new mission, Skins and Rewards, for Overwatch Retribution and a digital comic. Uh, Chris, what is Overwatch Retribution? So for people last year who remembered Pretty much this time last year, we had Overwatch, uh, Overwatch's event, and I can't remember what it was called. Uprising. It is Uprising. That's it. Overwatch Uprising happened last year, where we saw um, Tracer, Reinhardt, uh, Torbjorn, and Mercy fighting off Om- uh, Omnix as they started to turn in uh, the streets of London. This time, we're seeing a Blackwatch mission. And for people who are unaware of what Blackwatch is, Blackwatch is essentially the Overwatch team that did less scrupulous missions. Stuff that was definitely not authorised by their uh, commanders, or that's what they tell you. (laughs) It's the conspiracy theory group, essentially. They go and do all the really high-end, top-secret missions. Uh, We have, this time we've got Genji, we've got McCree, we've got Reaper, uh, before he went all deathy on us, and Moira. They are all taking part in this mission, and it looks amazing. The new skins that we're getting are fantastic, and it's nice to see new voiceovers from McGree, because I love Matt Mercer. He's a great guy. So, yes, 100%. Overwatch Retribution is going live on the 10th. 
so check out the new mission, the new skins, the rewards, and 100% read that comic. It's very good. Cool. Uh, any other news from Blizzard at PAX? Uh, everything that we went over with World of Warcraft is pretty much that. <laughs> gotcha. And Deckard. He yeah, was announced Deckard. there as well. Oh, and Overwatch. They were all, all, all three of those were announced at PAX, so yay. Excellent. On to this week's main topic. What Which we're hell? essentially just going to be us <laughs> talking about what we're going to be doing uh, with uh, the expansion coming to an end. Uh, and if you guys have a, if you guys want to tell us what you guys are going to be doing with, with the expansion drawing to an end, what your bucket list is for Legion, let us know. Kevin, take us through your bucket list, what you want to do, and what you've already done. Okay, yeah, I think some of the stuff that I've already done that I was saying... I need to do this before the end of the expansion. Some of it because you need to do it before the end of the expansion mm. because it's going away. One of those things I think on everyone's list is the Mage Tower. Mage Tower. Oh, yes. Um, the, ex- the appearances for your artifact weapon that will not be obtainable after the end of the expansion, the Mage Tower, is one of them. What is the other one? Balance of Power. Uh, so there's a Balance of Power tier where you have to have completed the Balance of Power quest as well as doing other things. Uh, so, uh, but the balance of power is the only one that is like you have to make sure you get that part done. The rest will kind of tick over. Okay. Um, they'll still go away when the pre-patch hits, but you have to make sure you've done the balance of power first. Is the mythic plus the other 15, ones. Is that in that? Yes, chain? but you have to have completed balance of power. Okay. <laughs> so that's where the problem comes in. Which for people who aren't aware, balance of power that's a quest line that's uh, started off at the very start of Legion, talking to uh, Kalagos in your order hall. And you just follow that chain until you kill Gul'dan, and that's balance of power. Yep, it's very easy to do nowadays. I'm on the Nighthold stuff. I need to just get it finished. It'll take a couple of weeks, but it's actually about trying to find people to get Nighthold done. That's the problem. Yeah, we had to run some like fun nights, fun run nights <laughs> to do that. But Nighthold's not fun, so it's not fun to do. <laughs> well, when you are out gearing it, it's far funner. I'd imagine, actually. Yeah, I haven't done Nighthold since Tomb came out, so I could probably go back and probably be a little more fun. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much a raffle stop at this point. Is, is um, Star Ogre still fun, though? That's all that Not matters. Really. I mean, oh. when you don't have to worry about the mechanics and you're just stomping it, it's just like LFR. It's just it's not very fun. Oh. Okay, well, at least I'll have the memories of Star Ogre when he was fun. Yeah. Memories. I love that Memories fight. of I love drawing that dicks with fell. Memories of drawing. One of, the first time we got into that raid, one of our guys did that. The first thing he did was drew a massive penis. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, the other things that I've already done is completed the Antares raid. I think that was on the, the guild's list of stuff that we needed to get done before the end of the expansion. So luckily there's four months left. And we got that done. Uh, so that was good, yeah. Um, things that I'm planning on doing, uh, getting mm-hmm. the octopus, which is yep. at Hope's Landing in uh, Antorus, uh, Antorin Wastelands. Antorin Wastelands, Antorin yeah, Waste. the, the zone, not the, yeah. not the raid. <laughs> Go to Hope's Landing, there's a fell pond, fish into that pond up to 2,000 times, get your octopus. So I'm doing that one. And Um, you're on about 700 casts at the moment. Yes. Yes. So Fisher Friend of the Broken Isles is another achievement where every single day there is a new fishing NPC that's up in one of the six zones, I think, because Broken Mm -hmm. Shore is considered in the rotation. Broken Shore counts. Yep. So there's, wait, seven total. No, because there's four for leveling plus Suramar max and then Broken Shore. Okay, six. So, yeah, and I mean, this is the equivalent to about two hours of fishing or maybe two and a half hours of fishing per day for six days in a week. Um, Has anyone ever told you that? I've gotten most of the fishing (laughs) achievements now. Although I do need to go back. That's really concerning because I've played this game for 13 years and even I don't have all the fishing achievements yet. Well, I mean, I still really need to, I need, I still need to get like the the older stuff. I mean, the only oh, the so oldest thing that I went back and did was Nat Pagel in Mop. So I have that. So, 
People tell me I have a demon hunter problem. I think you have a fishing problem, sir. The only thing that I didn't do in Warlords of Draenor was one of the two turtles, but I did everything else in Warlords of Draenor and trying to get everything done now. And after that, Have I'll you probably... got salty yet? No. Work on trying to get salty. That's, that's, a, I think Salty Furton is a brilliant name. Okay. Because <laughs> um, it fits you so well. Ugh, salty. <laughs> so after that, I'll probably try to max out my fishing pole. I think I have, I don't know, maybe eight or 16 hours of fishing left to do to get that maxed out. Um, I would like to see if I could get our non-fishing achievements, um, trying to get a mythic 15 plus in every dungeon. That's that, a, that's a good, that's a good goal. Yeah. I mean, and I looked at Raider Dio and I'm actually almost there. I don't think I've done all 15 in time. I mean, it would be nice to get them all done in time. But, but you just want to actually be able to say, I've done all of them as 15s. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because um, one of the things that I don't like doing is kind of having to not do a dungeon because we're yep. afraid of doing it on time. Because, oh, well, you know, it's got this section where it's got this and we can't do that. And, you know, it would be nice just to be able to go in and say, we're going to do this no matter what affixes are there or whatever. And and stomp it, you know, that would be. Yep. That would be cool. Um, and I would like to get level two prestige in PVP in order to get the appearance, the artifact appearance for that. Uh Um, I mean, some of that stuff won't go away, but it would be nice to get it anyway. Well, the only two appearances that are going away is the Mage Terror and Balance of Power. So as long as you've got them done, you're solid on the rest. You can get them at any time. That's nice. So, Yeah. Those are those are kind of the things I'm trying to do before the end of the expansion. Yes, it's fishing heavy because um because you have a problem. That's yeah. <laughs> one of the things to do between expansions that eats up a lot of time and is relatively fun. I've been using it as an opportunity to catch up with a few podcasts uh because I don't have a second monitor right now, but um yeah, it's a good thing to just kind of throw in a podcast, do some fishing. Just relax. And relax, yeah. Get some right. thinking what done. What am I doing? <laughs> Get some clicking done. What am I doing? Um, okay, well, I've already done the Mage Tower, thankfully. Uh, I haven't done it on my monk yet, so I need to get it done on her. Uh, what have I done? What have I done on Taurus? So we've got their heroic achievement out of the way. I'm happy there. As long as I get the cutting edge, I'm happy. Uh, or I'm sorry, above, ahead of the curve, cutting edge is the other one. Um, what else am I doing? Uh, I've leveled up a Nightborn, so I've got my I've got my heritage armor for Nightborn. Mm-hmm. My plan is to get the heritage armor for High Mountain Torin next. Okay. So I still need to do that. That's on my bucket list for the end of Legion. I do want to complete leveling my paladin and my rogue up because we've just transferred to a new faction because we used to be alliance and I'm not spending money to transfer stuff so I've deleted stuff and I'm re-leveling stuff so I need to do that Um, I will continue my circuit of disappointment where I will be disappointed every week uh, for not getting mounts dropping currently my circuit path includes three dungeon, uh, three raids uh, I'm only doing uh, Firelands, Ice Crown Citadel, and Ulduar, because if I do any more, I will end up going suicidal uh, from the sheer amount of disappointment I will experience on a weekly basis. Mm. Um, I really, really want to max out all the professions. I haven't done that yet. It's on my list. I haven't done it yet. Um I want to finally just lock in and decide what I'm going to be playing in Battle for Azeroth because I haven't done that yet. It's a toss-up between Resto Shaman and Mesreaver Monk. I'm going back to healing this expansion. And Kevin just punched his mic. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm it's either going to be High Mountain Torrent Shaman for healing or Nightborn Monk, and I haven't decided yet. But I'm leaning towards the Monk. And I say that purely because 
the monk playstyle just feels so much more fun and just so much more mobile than any of the other healers because they're monks. It's what they do. They move. Uh, what else? I I started this back in Mists of Pandaria, but because there was so much to do in Mists of Pandaria, I never finished it. I want to go back onto whatever I decide to be my main, which is probably going to be the Shaman or the Monk, and just go and fill some green bars that are reputation bars. Most of them have got everything for Legion wrapped up, and my Shaman's even got everything for Burning Crusade and Wrath done. But I want to go fill out some more reputation bars. I like those bars being full and weird that way. Mm-hmm. And it will help with mount collection. That's my main bucket list. Fill up those bars and fill up those mounts. So what is actually current content that you want to do? On your main? Anything? Other than... On my main, other than... Deciding which one out's going to be my main. <laughs> Once I decide which one's going to be my main, it'll be make sure you've got Mage Tower done and make sure you've got Balance of Power done. That'll be it. Mm, yeah. That'll be my main content. I when it when it's between expansions because I do a lot of the content during the expansion. When it's between expansions like we are now, I go back and do older stuff because to me, old world content is current content. Because you can go back and do it whenever you want. I like jumping in and doing some old raids. I like jumping in and just running some five mans for some mounts, for some transmog. Your character gotta look pretty. If your character looks like ass, it don't matter what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I need to get that transmog set. I need I need to get a good transmog set. I need to get some pretty mounts, and then I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't matter how good you are at the game. If your character looks like ass, you're garbage. I was trying to stick to the things that are currently going on in Legion that I want to finish up because it would be nice to be done with this and then find other new stuff to do in Battle for Azeroth once once we get there. Um, uh, like, you know, things like archaeology and even some of the more ancillary things that you probably wouldn't do. Well, that, that goes into professions. I do want to max out all the professions. So okay. I will be doing archaeology. I will be doing first aid. I will be doing fishing. Uh, and cooking, because those are the ones that I primarily didn't look at on my mains because I didn't really need them. There's no way you're going to get cooking everything maxed in cooking by the... I mean, it took me like a year for that. I've got half... I've got a million gold sitting around, so I can just spend it if I need to. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> in terms of other content, I know that you had mentioned some of your um, allied races. I do have a high mountain tauren that I have been leveling a warrior but I don't think it's uh-huh. necessarily like something I need to feel like I need to push to get done before the expansion. I want that I'm not armor set. <laughs> yeah. This is this is this is the point where this this point in the expansion is where I get stuff done that I really want to get done. So things like transmog, uh, the new heritage gear, um, any achievements that I've been setting on since like Mister Pandaria that I haven't went back and done. Though this is the time where I'll go do them. Because we're not focusing on Legion anymore. We're getting ready for battle and we're prepping up to just get ready for that. So I'll go back and do stuff that I haven't finished or stuff that I really want to get mm-hmm. finished. That's my that's my prep between expansions. You know what I would love to do right now? All of the seasonal achievements. Yes, this is a great time for what a long strange trip it's been. Like, no, I mean like just put every holiday in the next four months so I can just knock it out. <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> but when those events are going on at other times during the year and we have the expansion, you know, get released, I'm going to be busy doing hey, that and not hey, wanting to do hey. it. Uh, when that achievement first came out, I did it on two characters, my hunter and my priest in the same year. They got it two days apart from each other. Mm-hmm. If I can do it on two characters in Wrath of the Lich King, you can do it on one during Legion and Battle. I don't even want to do Noble Gardens right now. So I know. I'm uh, horrible. Yeah, you are, but it's so, fine. We love you. Yeah, I mean, the thing that I like about <laughs> my... does say I have to not discourage your fishing problem. Okay. Um, the thing <laughs> that I don't like about... Or the, the thing that I'm doing with the High Mountain Torrent that I like 
is uh, I'm, I'm taking it slow and going through and reading text quest and going through zones yes, I haven't Kevin. done before. And read that lore. I, I like that kind of slow paced thing, you know, like somebody in our guild was saying, Oh, you know, once you get to this point, just go into this dungeon, bang it out a hundred times. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm going through each zone. I'm going slowly. I'm reading text. I'm enjoying the story. Um, we just got done. Kevin, I have never been more proud of you in my life. We we just got done. Uh, Arlie and I just got done. Silver Pine Forest. Oh, Silverpine is such a good zone. That was cool. Although the end of it is a little disappointing. <laughs> um, what Sylvanas got shot in the face? Yeah. Don't spoil it for other people. You don't know if they've played it or not. I'm sorry. It came out in Cataclysm. If you haven't done it since then, I'm. Hey, Chris. I am a big proponent of it's new to you. Right? Oh no, it's new to you. That's fine. But it came out in Cataclysm. Your spoiler warning timetable is gone. Well, for people that started the game late <laughs> or didn't read the text quest or, you know, bang through a million dungeons, try going through it and doing the story for like Silver Pine or uh Azjara. Um what zones I've like always that. said yeah, for the horde, I, it doesn't matter what other zones are available. I will always, always recommend people go through the undead storyline because it is the best for leveling up. It's uh, that cool. includes you do Silver Pine, then you do Hi- uh, Hills, Bradfoot Hills, and then you go into a rat. Is Arathi or I think it's Arathi, and then Hinterlands after that. And it's a very good chain. It is really, really good. Yeah. Um, highly recommend doing that. And, you know, I, unless you're a lore master and you've sat there and read the text quest for every single quest in the game, there's new content out there for you to do. Um, yep. And this is a perfect time to take a new character that you've never played before as an allied race and run them through some of those zones you haven't done and, you know, get some more achievements towards your lore master, get some exploration credit, um, and just generally you know, rediscover a game that you're already playing that, you know, there's new content in that you didn't even know was there. So I agree with you completely. Yeah. There you go. Um, which rarely happens with the two of us, <laughs> but I agree with you completely. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that people already understand this, but it's a great time to level a new character and, not yep. just catch up on a main that you haven't played in three years, but start a brand new character and go through old content. It's a great time to just jump new. in and do stuff that you, that you tr- started but never finished. It's a great time to just do stuff that is off the beaten trail. Yep. So with that, I want to ask you guys now, people are listening, what's your bucket list? What have you done that's, that you've, that you, what have you done that's already been taken off your bucket list and what's on it that you still need to do? Uh, let us know. Uh, you've got our Twitter, our, our uh, email, our website, our Discord. Send us your messages. We want to hear from you. Yeah, and it's um, uh, maybe it's not something that you have on your bucket list now, but it's something that you always do at the end of every expansion. Yeah, um, tell us your ritual. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, do you have anything for don't do that or do that? Uh, don't call people out during raid. If you're not the raid leader, I am guilty of this myself and I am publicly announcing that you're apologizing to a certain person for being an ass. I am apologizing to a certain person who has not provided feedback to the show since (laughs) you were an ass. There you go. Uh, to that certain person, I gave Kevin a good little shouting at because he was in the wrong, but he has learned and he apologizes. <laughs> um, don't do that. I don't actually have anything. I've had a relatively so. No, I do. Don't do that. If you if you want to provide feedback to someone on and your opinion differs from theirs, don't be an ass about it. The vast majority of the people that sent us feedback for this week's show was constructive and respectful. Certain people didn't do that and were not constructive and respectful. They were constructive and then they went to name calling and insulting. Try and avoid that. Yeah, name calling never really works out. It's just, um, <laughs> I mean, like, it's funny that we did get 
emails where there was actual points on, you know, why they disagreed with us and why, and then go straight into name calling. I'm just, like, yeah. what is like, the, what is the reason very, for that? The, the first, the first paragraph was very well constructed and very poignant. And then you guys are boners. Like, what? <laughs> yes. Oh, Chris, that that's what we always wanted email. with this podcast is to be called boners. <laughs> All we ever wanted was to be called Borders. You filled us with such joy. <laughs> oh, giggity. <laughs> giggity goo. Yes. Uh, and with that, that's our show, folks. <laughs> uh, to talk to us during the week, you can follow us on Twitter. The show is at AzerCTC. Kevin is at Swingcat with a K. I am at Akari underscore Mag. And Gav is at Gavril underscore ET. Two eyes and Gavril. Uh, you can send us emails to feedback at azerothcoasttocoast.com. Sorry, azerothctc.com. Uh, you can visit our website at azerothctc.com. Shoot us a review on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, all that good things. Uh, we really want to hear from you. We like the idea of this freeform topic and then you guys giving us feedback and being part of the conversation. I think it's I think it's a lot, a lot, of, a, a lot of fun. Yeah. Yep. Um, so with that uh, say goodnight Kevin boners <laughs>